Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. I am, as always, your host, Sonderbjorn, and with me today I have both the Dream and the Dramatic. So we'll start with Yannick, the Dramatic. How are you? Uh, you've been gone for some time, but you're back. Hi and welcome back from the mountains here to the official Roman UC fan podcast. <laughs> and, and hi, Dylan. <laughs> I'm glad to be a part of this as a Nashville, Nashvillean hockey fan. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad we're getting that reference out of the way. And obviously, uh, the great Roman Yossi representing Switzerland, Yannick's home country. And many great hockey players are also from Norway, although we established off the air that Sandra is yeah. not a big hockey fan. But... Yeah, they, they, off the air, they talked about hockey for like a good 50 minutes and I was lost. <laughs> so let's <laughs> talk about DDT and Drangate. That's not we the are... only reference I'll make on this show that you understand, Sandra. Yeah. Haven't you listened to our other shows? <laughs> True. But we, uh, as as you well know, we are a podcast here on the Five Star Network, uh, covering Dragon Gate and the DDT. But you can find so many other shows on the the, uh, the podcast, the uh, the network. We have the Stardom Quest, All Elite Cast, uh, Watch Teach, and new, a new show hosted by Peps uh, called Puro Gems, a, a podcast where he talks about all the like indie shows that we don't talk about he talks about on the first episode he talked about all japan this year and uh, this is a show that he's going to do like monthly and have a rotating cast of uh hosts and uh, i mean i i i know i'm gonna be part of it soon but uh and speaking of uh we we are going to start the show today off with talking about uh, the All Star Junior Festival, uh, but only the Dragon Gate and DDT associated matches on that show. Uh, but it uh, it should be mentioned that uh, the Five Star Summit uh, was hosted yesterday by uh, uh, Kay, who uh, and Yannick was part of it. Uh, so it yeah. it was a Five Star Summit that went all in detail about the All Star Junior Festival. A great show that uh, was streamed on YouTube, and you should definitely check out. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to to record and to talk to the guys, and I thought it's it's probably a really fun listen. Um, you know, I was there, Sandra. You were only listening. Like, yeah. What was your experience? Well, I listened to it this morning. <laughs> I couldn't watch it live, but I, it was it was fun. It, it, I think Kay did a great job hosting, and it, it, I know it was their first time doing it, so yes. uh, I'm happy about that. On the Five Star Network YouTube channel. Yes, it's uh, it should be easy to find. And uh, but with that being said, like we, this whole All Star Junior Festival show that uh, Hiromu Takahashi hosted in Korokan Hall. Um, was like a fun show overall in my opinion it was it felt like a like big gathering of junior wrestlers uh the uh, the thing is that uh, both Drangate and DDT only got to send like three people each in my when i'm looking at this i feel like um 
And I felt it was like a big miss to not have Dragon Die on the show. It was a big miss to not have either of the Kung Fu Masters on the show. Um, and like, while I respect that Shun Skywalker was on the show, he's not the junior heavyweight per se. <laughs> so, but I thought it was a fun show uh, with nothing like stand out on the Dragon Gate and DDT side, in my opinion. But uh, uh, what did you guys think about some of the matches that DDT and Dragon Gate matches uh, had there? Yannick, why don't you take this first? Sure. Like I talked about it uh, in spades yesterday, uh, but I'll gladly take the the lead here. Um, I was so happy that like two DDT guys got uh, uh, the not announced part of this show. Uh, Kazuma Sumi is just I was oh, yeah. so surprised seeing him uh, because like you know he's a rookie. He doesn't do this for error. Uh, and getting this big spot is just real a real nice surprise. And then uh, Hayata, eh? No, what what Hayata? What the fuck? I just read that name, but I'm, I'm sorry, I disrespected this <laughs> this podcast. Uh, no, Kazuki Hirata, of course. Oh um, yeah. Th- this yeah. match of Shima that was unironically like one of the best parts of wrestling I've seen all year so far. Yeah, the Shima, the Shima and uh, Kazuki Hirata match was just a Torimon Japan like tribute, and I loved it. <laughs> it was it was so funny to see like uh, Masaru Yoshino and uh, uh, Milano Collection AT marking out <laughs> commentary <laughs> for that, and yeah, I I really liked that match. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, by the way, Kazuma Sumi is the only guy on the whole card that doesn't have a cage match profile. <laughs> I, I, that should be mentioned. Don't look at me. <laughs> well, he has only been like wrestling for like three months now, so four months maybe. But yeah, Dylan, what did you think about this show? Yeah, I did a review of the whole show on the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash easternlariat for my other show right now. Uh, yeah. So to, to bring some prestige back to the cage match name. Um, but for the DDT and Gates part specifically... Uh, I definitely, I've always said that Hirata was like one of my absolute favorite guys in DDT, and for good reason, as we saw in this show, because his part was very entertaining, very fun. I thought it was particularly kind of funny and silly, and when I was watching this, I was thinking about it. You know, in real life, Shima and Magnum Tokyo were not friends, like, and political enemies, (laughs) actually. Uh, So I was wondering what Magnum Tokyo would be thinking if he watched this. Overall, but uh, a very fun Hirata match a tribute there to, uh, uh, for Hirata and obviously Shima, you know, getting to say hello to Milano Collection AT and and Yoshino. So that that was a lot of fun. Uh, I thought Yuki Ueno was awesome in his match uh, TV with El Lindemann. That was one of the highlights uh, to to me. That is uh, such a know. like base team in my opinion, <laughs> Lindemann yeah. and Yuki Ueno. <laughs> yeah, they had fun. Yeah, absolutely uh, loved it, and Ueno, I thought, really like got a huge spotlight in that match. They really showed a lot of respect to him, and I thought that was a lot of fun. For the Dragon Gate sign of things, I was really confused about why the opener was the opener and not the main event, <laughs> you know, overall, because I thought that was kind of like, oh, the biggest star. You have the champions of three different companies teaming together. You'd think that would be a main event player. 
And Yamato had done this gimmick before the show where he was kind of hating on the show. Yeah. Uh, basically saying that, like, oh, this show sucks. Like, I, I don't know why they're doing this. New Japan only cares about, you know, the small companies when they can use them. I don't yeah. want to do this. So, of course, he didn't want to do the show. So, of course, he's right at the opener. <laughs> you're, uh, you know, overall. And I thought they teased a little bit with him and Hiromu having a little bit of a beef. Uh, it, you know, I mean, none of these matches were like, oh, fantastic in-ring yeah. wrestling. You, you know, like, this show was more of a vibe type of show. Uh, you know, yeah. like, none of the matches, I would say, were great uh, on the show. They were just... Uh, some were fun, and the DDT parts were good. Uh, Shun, I think it's interesting, because, like you said, it's funny how the the world of Japanese wrestling works with the weight classes, yeah. where some, some people are juniors that are, you know, are bigger than other heavyweights. It's like, technically, Shun is a junior. The problem <laughs> is, is that, like, he's bigger than... Nakajima, like Katsuhiko, you know, yeah. like they, 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 they technically. So it's like juniors will be heavyweights. So now ju real juniors that are bigger are actually bigger than heavyweights. So it's a very weird thing. But I thought he was, uh, I, that was a really cool match, though. The the five way, yeah. uh, seeing Shun that, interact with Soberano. The, the five way uh, kind of made me mad at New Japan, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I guess well, the finish of the match was like Shun had Yohei beat. And then, like, Ishimori ran in and hit his... I just like that match because everybody hit their finishers on Yohei. And that's how, yeah, like, that's yeah. how the finish wins. And that, that was really a, something uh, speaking to my heart. Regardless, you know, wins... And, like I said, to this show, it's like... Because I saw some people saying, oh, this is kind of like the Super J Cup. And I was like, no. Like, this is no, totally no. not like that not like that at all. Uh, the wins and losses really don't matter. Yeah. On, on this show, in my opinion. And, but still, uh, in the end, New Japan wins. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I mean, that was that was going to happen. <laughs> you know, like, like the, that that was destined to happen in all the matches that they were a part of, pretty much. And uh, you know, but I thought Shun looked great despite that, though. I thought he did a good job in the match uh, overall. And I think Dragon Gate DDT they did good. Sandra, I'm interested because I love all those guys you said as well. But this the spirit of this show is all the promotions get up people in them right so it's like you know you get a ton of different yeah. people in, in in here and there's limited spots you yeah. know i'm wondering if you would have had somebody different like you know if, if you could replace somebody from dragon gate or ddt and then put somebody else in like well, what would you have done i would have replaced Trin skywalker because he's an op he's like but i'm i don't know i, I he was the uh, clear main character of the match True, and True. I think it only could maybe Ben K, but then you have the junior problem again. Yeah, yeah. Now he's not even a junior for real. <laughs> ben Kay would never be on the show. Yeah, uh, um, I but I I no. still wish this show had like a like big like battle royal with like 30, uh, 30 I, people in it. Uh, I would. Like, yeah, we kind of speculated on that too when they announced the show. Yeah, I would have wished for KSK Ishii on this show. I'm really happy Imanori got a spot, but like, <laughs> there's no way Imanori is a junior. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I one quick thing to say before we move on from this show is that Yamato and Fujita Hayato have great chemistry, and I need more of that. And we might see more of Fujita Hayato uh, also, in Dragon Gate. Musashi is apparently a young guy, but I wasn't aware of that. You weren't aware that he was 32 years old. Yes. <laughs> like, where's the line uh, when someone is young? <laughs> True, I guess. 
But yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, somebody. A lot of people say Ibushi's young, and it is. It is forty. So he just looks young. Like Musashi looks forty. <laughs> he looks wow, like yeah. a vet. He looks like a vet. Not necessarily old, but he looks like a veteran. Yeah, he wrestles I, I, like I, one. Come on, well, he is a veteran. Yes, technically, wrestling wise, but he's very good though. I thought he was like the best guy in that match. You, you oh yeah, that. Oh, and yeah. I was like improved by Musashi being there. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I just I one the the biggest takeaway I took from this show was yeah. not that it was a fun like vibe show it, because it was, but the biggest takeaway I took from this show was can we get like more Michinoku Pro outside of Michinoku Pro? <laughs> like I I need to see Fujita Yato and Musashi like more than like three times per year. Um. But yeah. Well, don't worry. Uh, Hayato will come into zero one again at some point. Yeah, uh, but then we still can't see it. <laughs> you said outside of Michinoku, bro. You didn't say, uh, you know, where we can see it. I mean, so I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that I can't help you with, Sandre. I'm sorry. Uh, there, because I just, I don't know. He's he's he was a top junior for so many years, and obviously his story is so inspirational. Yeah. Uh, mm. Coming coming over the cancer and in his brain, and somehow. Recovering to wrestle again to be a champion of Impro is so cool and awesome. And he's, I mean, he's like one of my favorite wrestlers in general. Yeah. Like, never, he's like, so even cool. if he was like a criminal or something, like, I'd still think he was an awesome wrestler. Uh, you know, let alone his personal story being so inspiring. He's just an amazing talent. Uh, I'd love to see more of him too. Uh, you know, it just depends on where, because a lot of times guys are very loyal. And that's, and he's yeah. very loyal to Impro uh, on there. But uh, he's had a great career overall, even though he's another veteran. Uh, great story, great wrestler. I love Fujita Junior Hayato. Uh, very happy that he got the win in that match too. Yeah, he he yep. was like the MVP of that match also. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we move on from that show. Uh, unless you guys have anything final to say about the Junior Festival? No, no, I, I, I thought we covered it pretty good for okay. DT and DG. Then we move over to the Rey de Pereos 2023. We have three shows, uh, or like two full shows to talk about, but uh, one show that had two matches on it that served as the final matches. Uh, the f- so uh, on the 25th, the day after we recorded our last episode, Dylan, <laughs> was in the I- 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 Aichi Tashima Culture Hall, Two matches got uploaded to the YouTube. Uh, Yamadoi, Yamato and Rikidoi versus Ben Rita. This served as Ben Rita's last match in the tournament, I think. And it was a B-block match. Um, it was a fun uh, YouTube match that uh, wasn't like anything special uh, and mostly just served for Yamadoi to get some momentum before the final night of block action the day after. Uh, finish was Doi doing the Bakatari Bakata sliding kick to Minerita. Uh, have you guys seen this match? <laughs> yeah, I watched the show. I don't think I have, actually. Yeah. I, it's the YouTube. Like, it takes some time to... Uh, like, it's not that must-watch, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that's kind of a... I was, you know, we could say this about multiple teams, but I was going to say this. You know, with Benrita... I think we can agree that top tier name, yeah, you know, Ben Rita as a team, as a team, eh, you know, I I don't think we've seen the the greatest of uh, some some teams in this tournament that I expected more of, and this is a team I really liked. 
in my opinion, Ben Rita had their best match when the tournament was over on the final night, but we'll get <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this tournament's been, you know, I don't know what it was, but I mean, I think what you said, you're onto something with the YouTube shows and, and maybe a little bit lower yeah. stakes type of shows. Maybe the effort wasn't there with some teams. We talked about it last week with, like, uh, the Shun and Kai team that we thought would, like, on paper, like, oh, this is a great team. But in reality, I don't think they've delivered a lot of great wrestling. But uh, I will respect the show for being in Tsushima, just like, uh, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, like amazing video game. Uh, there I've been playing that a lot lately, the special edition. So uh, I will I will shout them out for, for running there. Doi and Yamato, they've probably been one of the better teams overall, I, I would say, in the, in the tournament as a whole. And it's just fun to see them together. I think they're both, you know, like we talked about Yamato working the gimmick on the All-Star show. Uh, you've got that. You've got Doi being champions. These two feel very invigorated. Always enjoy watching them. But as a match, yeah, this wasn't the greatest. Yeah. Uh, but we move on to a, a pretty good match, in my opinion. Uh, the last match that was on the YouTube upload. Uh, Red Bears, a block match. Uh, Seabats, Yoa Nation versus Kung Fu Masters, Jason Lee, and Jackie Funky Kame. This would uh, eliminate... Uh, Kung Fu Masters from the tournament uh, when Hyo rolled up Jackie to uh, uh, eliminate them. Uh, I thought this was like most better than most of the other Hyo and Asian matches, except for the Mochi, uh, the match versus Mochizukis. Mm. Um, but it was a really fun match that like sadly ended with Jackie Fun <laughs> with Jason and, and Jackie Funky coming being eliminated from the tournament. Um. What did you? What, what did any one of you watch this? I think Dylan did. Yes, I, as I as I said, I watched the show. Yeah. So I, <laughs> this, that includes this match. And you know me; these are my goats, Sandre Kung Fu yeah. Masters. These are my guys. You know, uh, but I, and I really liked them in this match specifically. I thought they did a great job against a team. Another one that I think Kyo and Ishin weren't exactly like lighting up the scoreboards when it came to the great matches of the tournament. Uh, but here. Yeah, but but here I thought that the Kung Fu Masters I thought got a lot out of them. I thought this overachieved from what I expected, and I yeah. And if you look at the tour, this is something I've noticed too. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with this match per, per se, but man, JFK so underrated on the the shows because he always puts in max effort. But if you look at a lot of the shows, he's the one taking the falls on all of his teams. Mm. And it's like man, I love this guy so much. And obviously, like Jason Lee's like my favorite guy. Uh, you know, in the whole company, pretty much. Yeah. And JFK is just a wonderful talent in and of himself. And I think he's a guy, he's taking all these falls, but man, super talent. I love what they bring to the table here. Um, Eastian, I think, has a lot of upside uh, to him. I think, obviously, everyone will know he's at his best versus, Mo versus Mochizuki Jr. But yeah. guys like him and Hyo have a role right now in, in the company. I, I just think this, this tour was a little bit of a on the down wavelength for most of it, but you could see that they have something to them. So, uh, you know, I, th I thought it was a better match than I thought it would be. Yeah. I always thought that Ishin should team with Kai in the, when they were setting up the tournament, but uh, I think Kai got paired with Shun because they couldn't do uh, Shun Diamante, uh, Shun and Diamante, since Diamante was injured when the tournament was announced. But, uh, I do think that uh, Hyo and Nation was like a, a a team that never like really put in effort, uh, in my opinion. And I think that's mostly because Hyo is not a a, a, a tournament wrestler, in my opinion. 
Like he's like decent, but he's not a tournament like working. He because every match that Yoanishan had got very repetitive and very repetitive, and um, it felt like very formulaic, formulaic. And we'll get into that with the main event from the next show we're going to talk about, which was <laughs> the block, uh, the block finals. Um, so this was the last night of block play. Uh, the day after, on the twenty sixth. Uh, this was live on the Dragon Gate Network from the Hyogo Kobe Art Center, um, and we opened the show with match uh, with the match of the night: <laughs> D Courage, Yuki Yoshioka, Madoka Kikura, or Courage Ass uh, <laughs> versus M3K, Masaki Mochizuki, and Mochizuki Jr. in the Reyes de Perez A Block match. Um, this would uh, essentially eliminate Mochizukis from getting to the uh, to the semifinals and um, made sure that Yuki Yoshoku and Madoka Kikura got to the semifinals. Uh, and I thought this was, as I said, the match of the night on this uh, on this Yogo Kobayashi Center show. And uh, I thought uh, D Courage and Mo- like Mochizukis are, have have just been like the highlight of this tournament by a long shot, in my opinion. And I I really liked seeing Yuki Yoshoku and, and Madoka Kikura like wrestling with Mochizuki Jr. because I feel like that's something that is building towards the future. Uh, but yeah, the finish of this match was Madoka Kikura doing the discus lariat on not Mochizuki Jr., but Masaki Mochizuki, Heck which yeah. kind of surprising. <laughs> uh, what, uh, di- uh, first of all, Yannick, did you watch this show? Yeah, I, I've seen the show. Okay, um, I don't have like great thoughts about it no. uh, or anything, but um, this this match in particular showed how impressive Junior is, um, yeah. because the Raider Perez isn't uh, my favorite uh, tournament that we are going to talk about here today, but yeah. uh, the Mochizuki's father and son are my clear highlight in this whole ordeal. Uh, you you said Courageous, uh, for me it's M3K team of uh, Masaki and Junior. I meant Masak. What? Oh. I, I said Mochizuki's are this. Oh, sorry, then I misunderstood. Yeah. Wasn't paying attention, sorry. <laughs> then, not good enough, anyways. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about this match? Yeah, I agree with what you said, Sandre, and we talked about it a little bit last week. Where at first, I'm, I'm naturally going for the Kung Fu Masters as my favorites, but when you really think about it, I do agree with what you said that the Mochizukis had the best team run in the tournament. Uh, and they kind of did something similar here to what I thought that they may do maybe in a final. You know, like they might make the final and then this yeah. would happen where Mochizuki would win, or lose rather. And uh, that would kind of be an impetus for Mochizuki Jr. to, you know, kind of move along their story. And I think they just went ahead and did it here instead. Yeah. Which is good for Yoshioka because, you know, he's proven... We love his championship run, but since then, now we're in the middle of this tournament. And it's hard to really stand out in this kind of, again, low stakes, maybe not the best effort throughout tournament. And so to see what they did with him, I think it was probably a good call in the in the grand scheme of things. But, uh, you know, Kikuda, uh, you know, he's a guy that's really come along well. You know, you, to courage ass, everybody talks about his ass. They, they love it. Uh, and uh, who am I to judge such a thing? As as we've said before, we, we this is this is an ads based show. Yeah, I like to think about between this and DDT. <laughs> so I I approve of it. 
and uh, I'm glad they got the win. It was a pretty good match overall. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk more about Kikura later, uh, but yeah, uh, I thought it was a, a a great like match on this show, and I the best, as I said, the best match on this show. Uh, moving on to, uh, I'll, I'm skipping all the other matches, but the Reyes, the Reyes matches on the show, because this was a very nothing show except for those matches. Uh, but we're uh, moving on to Reyes, the Reyes B-Block match, uh, Strong Machines, uh, Strong Machine J and Strong Machine F uh, would defeat Thebrats, Shun Skywalker and Kai. Sadly, it didn't mean that Shun Skywalker and Kai didn't make it to the semifinals, because they were already in the semifinals before this show. Uh, but this match was a fine match, but it meant more when Strong Machine J pinned Shun Skywalker with the Machine Suplex to set up to set up a future Dreamgate title match. Yes, and this was um, really fun when the result happened. <laughs> totally, like the match wasn't great or anything. No, but I thought it was effective. Yeah, just holding down the machines. Um, still, though, that the machine suplex came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but still, like I enjoyed that moment because I like for the whole year I wanted. Uh, I said that I want a strong machine J to to have a Dreamgate shot, and now he yeah. gets it. Um, so I'm really happy about that. But honestly, watch the last few minutes. Yeah. And we'll talk more about uh, Strong Machine's uh, cha- uh, Strong Machine J's uh, challenge to Sir and Skywalker when we preview Champion Gate, but uh, that match was set up for Champion Gate, um, so we'll talk about that later uh, by the end of the show when we preview that show. <laughs> but uh, what did you think about this match? Uh, for, It'd be a pretty we... nothing match in all honesty, and I really haven't been impressed by Skywalker or Kai in, in this tournament, unfortunately. No. no. Uh, you know, I I think it's clear that they're. They they were not uh, here to to steal any shows or anything like that. I think that we just wanted to get through this one and go in here. Good for Strong Machine J to get the win. Uh, you know that was like you said that was the big part. But as I've always said, no breakdancing from Strong Machine F. So I have to give this a dud overall until until we get yeah. the dancing. The whole tournament he did not uh, breakdance that. What was the point of this? What are we doing here, people? You put him in the strong machine gimmick with the breakdancing big guy, the breakdancing machine, and you don't have him dance? What are we yeah. doing? What are we doing? So, <laughs> uh, in the next match, we this is not like a match we need to talk about in depth, but it should be mentioned that in the next match, Dragon Kid, Dragon Daya, and Eita versus the Kung Fu Masters, Jackie, Funky Kame, Jason Lee, and the whole Lun. Uh, Jason won the match by uh, for Kung Fu Masters by uh, doing the maximum driver to Daya. And after the match, uh, Jason Lee called out Minerita. And uh, that was set up as a Brave Gate title match for Champion Gate. Uh, something, again, we'll talk about later. Uh, moving on to the uh, last uh, match. Uh, uh, Two last matches on the show. Uh, Reyes de Perez, B-Block, Yamadoi, Yamato, and Narukidoi versus MK, Suzumi, Mochizuki, and Yasushi Kanda. This eliminated uh, Yamadoi from the tournament when it ended, ended in a double countout. And um, because of all the math, uh, I, I think because Yamato got disqualified in the match versus Shunkai, they could not make the final... Uh, the semi-final and 
uh, Susumu and Yashushi Kanda made the semifinal because they, uh, yeah. So they, it, I thought this match was was like fun until the like double counter that took me took the breath out of me and like left me like deflated. But really, I yeah, I, I, I like was that. Kind of count out, but uh, yeah. Why did you like it? I just, it was so goofy, how, like how they did it. I mean, it was M3K. It was the classic M3K finish. <laughs> so oh, yeah. yeah, like just pulling each other off the apron, and it was like really, it got really desperate there at the end. Yeah, and you know, um, I'm all for uh, MK winning uh, or like advancing. Yeah, like I I. Uh, I remember Amy said that they they were gonna be like the jobber team of the tournament, and I was yeah, like, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and Kanda, they're gonna like show up in the tournament, and as we saw in the last night, they they definitely showed up in the tournament. Thank uh, you. So, Dylan, any thoughts about this match? And that's the thing. What you kind of alluded to, ninety nine percent of the time, I would agree with you, Sandre, that the finish sucked, but. This is their purpose as, as as a group, pretty much, is is to do this in their history. So, uh, I thought it was like kind of cool that they went back to their original style here to get the double count out, and it made sense. It's an, it advances them into the semifinals. So, uh, I mean, as a match, to me, this was a nothing match. But uh, yeah, I, I thought the finish yeah. the finish was well done uh, overall. And yeah. if you if we had talked about this before the final, I probably would have been a lot more negative. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. it's like yeah. of all the teams, yeah. That is the highlight that we're kind of we we already talked no know what happens in the final so it makes a, a positive that we can talk about Susan and kind of winning this. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. If, if if we had not seen what we see, we saw already, I would have been like, what of all the teams like condos condos in the final? What? I like, but then when we talk about what happens, we'll get into that later. Yeah. But it should be mentioned that it's kind of weird that Yamadoi didn't or. Doyama didn't make it to the final uh, because, like this, this uh, like tag team is like one of the the like most decorated tag team in Dragon Gate history, and for them to like on their reun- reunite tour, not uh, and not make making it into the final was very surprising in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I I thought they would. Uh, yeah. you know, to, to be to be honest I, with I, you, like, but... I thought they were winning the tournament, <laughs> so. Like that shows how wrong I was, but yeah, little did we know. But I mean, you had a natural story if they wanted to with Doi trying yeah. to get another title. Uh, Yamato really hasn't had a lot to do lately, but uh, you know, can get him back into something, you know, kickstart something for him. But and uh, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about the final. Yeah, I think Yamato like they they can they can probably do something soon with that. That like uh, it should it 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 should be like. Uh, because Yam- Yamato was kind of like mad at like they they like Deku fi- the Deku finish versus Shunkai still doesn't make that much sense now that we know no. that you're facing them. <laughs> but yeah. I guess that was like made uh, done because Yamato Yamato's character is still like really mad at Seabrats. Uh, uh, but we move on to the last match of Hyo Nation in the Reyes de Perez uh, tournament. Where they fa- try to stop Gold Class, Kota Minora, and BB Hulk uh, to making it to the semifinals. 
Uh, and this was the exact same match as Yo and Asian versus Courage as the weekend before, but without the time limit draw. <laughs> they, it was exactly the same. And I, w- I, I was sitting there watching this, and I was like, yeah, this is exactly what happened in the last match, <laughs> in the last, uh, last weekend. And I was like really bored during it because of it. Um, oh, yeah. but, the fin- but the finish was Kota doing the R301 on Hyo to move on to the semifinals. And yeah, it, it was a very basic match. Uh, I-, I thought it was a very d- disappointing main event. Uh, but it-, it served the purpose of getting Gold Class to the semifinals. And nothing more needs to be said, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, no reason for this match to go 18 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I guess they felt that way because it's the main event, but they they didn't benefit the match at all. Like you said, Sandra, it's like, we didn't like this the first time. They they did it, and now they've done it again, and we we still don't like it. So I would say uh, overall. But yeah, like you said, at least it gave gold class to the main event. Or the semifinals. Yeah. And then we move on to the final night. Uh, in Tokyo Korokan Hall this th- uh, uh, Thursday, yesterday, on the 2nd of March 2023, uh, live on the Dragon Gate Network with the attendance of 1,186. Uh, this show opened up with a natural vibe stance because everyone is back now. Casey and uh, Big Boss Shimizu are back from the States and uh, they got to have their first dance in like a month, <laughs> I think. Uh, but uh, the opening uh, like promo from Natural Vibes came with some sad news when uh, Casey and uh, UT relinquished the uh, Rio Tag Team titles because UT will take a bit longer to, take, uh, to get healthy and uh, he doesn't want to rush back early. Uh, so it, uh, like the Rio Tag Team titles doesn't mean that much, so it like, they, for for most Dragon Gate viewers, the real tag team titles are just the ta- the, the like random titles Casey and UT come out with, but uh, and like they had some good matches with those tag titles that even aired on the, uh, Dragon Gate. But how dare you disrespect the lineage of Ryukyu Dragon Pro Wrestling right, right here <laughs> on the show? Uh, I will not allow it. But in all seriousness, too, I wanted to mention something about this. Um, a great decision by UT. Uh, I know we don't talk about yeah. Noah that much, but with the the conf- the the thing that happened with Harada having mm-hmm. to retire, uh, was uh, yeah. you know that happened earlier this morning. You know to see that was like devastating to me as a fan and, and all the injuries and all my own stuff. So if you uh, are injured, definitely take all the time you need. Yeah. You know the the Ryukyu Dragon titles are not worth risking your career over. I would say no. so. Uh, you know, good good job by UT to take this extra time off. Yeah. Especially if you're as talented as UT or Daisuke Harada. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna but in all, uh, <laughs> all honesty... <laughs> Guys, don't talk about Harada. <laughs> yeah, in all honesty, I'm happy that these two go the ways they do go, and that's the way of their health first. Yeah. And, you know, we we are fans. We like them to do... Yeah, uh, to mean, do all the matches, but like it's not worth it. Like, get better, please. Yeah. Please uh, also, get healthy, get healthy, and uh, enjoy the time off. <laughs> also, when we're at it, please get uh, 
get healthy again, Jungle Kiona. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, a, a lot of people should take their health first in wrestling. But uh, we move on to the opening match of this show, which was the Rios de Perez semifinals. Uh, from uh, because they did the semifinals where they had the top placed team in each block face off against the top placed team in the other block. No, it was uh, first against second. It, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was uh, from A block. I don't know if they were first or second, but Yukio Shoka and Madoka Kikura, Karajas versus Three Bats, who I definitely think was the first, uh, Shinskawa and Kai uh, in the opening. And uh, I thought this was a fine match for the first part, but they got really good when uh, during the finishing stretch. Uh, but I thought Shun, Shun Skywalker bullying uh, Madoka Kikura for most of the match was really, really fun. And uh, yeah, that's the, that's the locked-in uh, Dead or Alive Dreamgate match, in my opinion. Uh, oh yeah, it should be. Uh, yeah, but the finish of this match was Kikura hitting Kai with a lariat, then Yuki teleporting in and suddenly hitting Kai with a frog smash right after. It was such a like cool back-to-back moment. And uh, th- uh, that would take Yuki Oshoku and Madoka Kikura to the finals. Uh, what did you think about this match, Dylan? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, the Courage was definitely second in, in the block uh, overall because okay. Medora and Hulk were had seven points after that win yeah. uh, there. So um, the match was good. I really enjoy uh, Yoshioka anytime he was there. Like you said, a lot of good work here. These weren't... Um, they, this one especially, actually, this was uh, even more than the second match was like a quick, quickish match. Uh, you know, they didn't try to tear the house down or anything, but yeah. everyone worked pretty hard, I thought, for this. Uh, I think Kai and Shun showed a little bit more here than they definitely had throughout the tournament. Uh, Yoshioka is one of the more reliable talents, in my opinion, uh, of the company in terms of in-ring stuff. And him and K- Kikuda, I still don't know about them as a tag team to be honest with you, even though we're about to talk about them a little bit later. Not that I don't like them, because I, I do like them a lot. I just wonder if the other combinations might have been a little bit better uh, with Yoshioka and Daya, and maybe they'll have something big planned with Kid and Daya o- overall. But for this match, I thought it was about as good as it could be for an opener, like, for, for what it was on the card. Yeah, it, it was... It was it served the purpose of getting the courage into the finals, and... Uh... Still teasing off of teasing us of Madoku Kikura and Shutsuka Walker, who I yeah, and um, with that we we move on to the second uh, Reyes de Perez semifinal of uh, MK Susumu uh, Mochizuki and Yoshushi Kanda from B Block uh, versus uh, the second ranked team in B Block versus the first ranked team in A Block Gold Class Kotominora and BB Hulk. I thought this was better, uh, the better one of the semifinals. Um, yeah. And uh, the finish uh, was kind of rolling up and getting the upset win on Kota. And it was a really, I really liked uh, Kota Minora and BB Hulk this tournament. Uh, and before the final, I wanted Kota and BB Hulk to uh, make the, t- uh, the finals because I really liked their match versus the Courage the first time. But in the end, after the final, I am so fine with Susumu and Kanda winning this. <laughs> and and uh, it, was, it wasn't really, really that surprising for me that uh, Susumu and Kanda made the finals, because 
I could I was always when I looked at the tournament, I always saw them as like the Torimon team that was gonna get a lot of wins to like be the like throwback team. Uh, but I I didn't like expect them to be in the finals. I expected Doyama or Yamazoi to make the finals more, but I was still like not that surprised. Uh, yeah. What do you think about this match? Um, the last few minutes of this match were so fun. Yeah. Uh, when uh, when Yasushi Kanda hit that, <laughs> it has a name. I forgot something with Acapulco. Like it's more or less like a, a fancy Santon, <laughs> but he hit that uh, on on Hulk, I think. Yeah, I'm really happy they won, um, and that's not just because I really like uh, Moji and uh, and Kanda as a team, but also like Hulk and Minora aren't really doing it for me um, as a team. Yeah. They never really clicked for me in here over all the matches I saw. But, interesting enough, they succeeded in making Kota Minura interesting to me again. Yeah. Like this, after this tour, I kind of want to see Kota again as a singles guy. And beforehand, I wasn't that interested. Um, maybe it was just like that I thought that the team was boring. Yeah, I can see that. We, we talked about this. this. Yeah, we, we talked about this last week, and uh, I think that they go together really well aesthetically. Uh, Hulk, I feel like, you know, I've liked Hulk well enough. Like I said, I always have a soft spot for him, but it's clear that he's not where he was, oh, I would no. say. You know, like at the end of the day, you know, I, I think it's safe to say, but I, I like them well enough. I thought they go together as a team. Menorah. I think this roster is so deep, it's hard for me to really say, oh, yeah, I really want him to have a singles run over, like, 12 yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's the yeah. problem with Kota Minora. There is, like, yeah. five other guys that is better than him, in my opinion, that I'd want to see. Oh, at least five. Probably, like I said, I would say 12. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, overall, like, that, that's kind of the thing with these two. But, you know, uh, Gold Class, aesthetically, they work together, and sometimes that's kind of more important than anything. Uh, in 3K, uh, like you said, uh, Susumu and Kanda, I didn't think this match was that great, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I mean, it was okay. Like, it wasn't... I think th these two matches were both pretty good. You know, that like I, yeah. it's not like it was bad or anything, but it didn't really stand out, especially compared to the final, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, uh, the Tornado de Acapulco is a cool move. It's kind of like a 450, but like in midair, he switches to a Moonsault yeah, style. Yeah, I mean, but the one he did in the final was way better than the one he did this Yeah. Match. <laughs> totally, totally agree uh, on that one. Um, but yeah, Susumu, he's another one of my favorites, and so I, I was yes. happy to see this, even though I was like, oh, Kanda, like, really gonna go this way with him? But obviously that would be proven wrong in the main event. I would say they, they silence any doubters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But, uh, yeah. We, we move on uh, to the, the a tag team match. Uh, Hyoa Nation versus Ryuko Dragon Pro's Ultra Soki and Tilon Shisa. Um, a nothing match, but <laughs> a big highlight of this match was Hyo at one point asking Korokin while holding Tilon Shisa da down, does anyone know who this is? And someone replied, no. <laughs> Uh, oh, and I, did, I just thought no. that was really funny. 
But in all honesty, Tyrion, she says awesome. Yeah, he, I, I'm getting uh, so. At, during this match, suddenly Yamato came out of nowhere and attacked Tilochisa. Because, uh, in case you didn't know, as we alluded to earlier, Yam- Yamato, when he's outside of Dragon Gate, is like the big, like, big leaguing heel that that is like treating everyone like their shit. And, uh, and uh, he, that was basically his promo. He, he, like, said after this match that. He came out here to uh, disrupt the match because he didn't see Riku Dragon Pro as being on worthy of Corkin or something like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, Tilan Chisa uh, fired back and uh, asked for the match because he won the tournament. I think it it doesn't make tape like uh, Riku Dragon Pro does make tapes, so and we don't know like why uh, we haven't seen anything of the tournament. I think, but. Uh, Tilan Chisa uh, is won the tournament and is now the number one contendership uh, contender for the Riku Dragon Pro title, which is the one t- the title Yamato goes around with. And uh, they set th- they set this match up for Memorial Gate in Wakayama. Uh, Tilan Chisa versus Yamato, and I think as you said earlier, Tilan Chisa is pretty good. So I think this should be a great match. That uh, yeah, I I'm looking forward to this match. No respect to Ultra Soki, I see, on this show. It's all about T-Ridge Shisa. Um, yeah, this was, like, super random. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 it, yeah. Was, it was very random. <laughs> yeah, like, it was kind of goofy, to be honest. But it, I, I could get down with this, uh, honestly, for, like, you know, Ryukyu Dragon Pro goofy undercard match. Why not? Like, why not just throw out the match? Here's Yamato just to break all this up, and now we're going to have a singles match. Uh, yeah. Hopefully it's it's fun stuff, and I was wondering because between this and the All Star Show and everything, I was like, is Yamato gonna really go for like full heel anytime soon? You know, because yeah. uh, she shows a lot of that. I I hope so. <laughs> I think that could be cool. Uh, but I I do think the only reason that Ultra Soki and Tila Shisa was on this show was because they were uh, ringside with the uh, Hurricane Mask the day before in. On the junior festival, uh, so that's why they were in Tokyo and could wrestle on Dragon Gate. That's uh, good business. You made an angle out of it, so just yeah. a right time, right place. Sometimes in wrestling, and uh, Tiran Shisa is the king of timing. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I look forward to seeing what he can do versus Yamato. Uh, but we move on to Daika, Daiki Yana. Yana Giguchi is... They, man, he needs to change the last name. I can't. Uh, but his uh, debut match versus the ultra king of rookie matches, Don Fuji. And man, what a debut. <laughs> it took less than one minute uh, for Daiki to do a spot-on perfect dive to the outside, and I was instantly sold and invested all of my stocks on him. <laughs> Like this, this guy has such a babyface charisma that I, it was so fun to watch this match and uh, one of the best matches on the show in my opinion, and <laughs> a great debut match for him. Uh, what did you guys think about this match? You know, I just thought that uh, Yanaguchi, he is a guy that has a great story with the Korokin deal. Uh, coming up, so yeah. this was automatically perfect. He's probably seen these moves a million times already. 
uh, and he has the athletic capabilities to do it already. So why not? Like, why not yep. go go all the way in there? I, you know, I, I told this story before when, when I wrestled, even as a kid, my first move was the Mexican stretch buster that, that yeah. I ever did. Uh, you know, when, that's the thing. You don't know how long your career is going to go, Yanaguchi. Go for it. Go for the big moves, and especially against Don Fuji. I mean, a pro's pro at the end of the day, Don Fuji. Although he didn't break dance as much as I would have wanted in the tournament. I w- that's my one critique of him. But as a wrestler, this is his perfect role. St- yeah. uh, Stern old bastard that beats up young guys. And that's what he did here. And Yanaguchi, like you said, uh, he's got a great fire to him. Uh, you know, like you said, good, good underdog charisma, like very good. Like, it's not like he's physically impressive at all in terms of like body type or anything, but for his gimmick right now of the young guy, the rookie underdog, I think everything about him fits perfectly. So yeah, I, I really like this overall. Good, good stuff from bo- both men. Absolutely. That the, the wrestling was crisp enough. Um, especially against a guy like Don Fuji. Um, but it's just like Yanaguchi comes out uh, in his Korokan stuff gear yeah. with like... this deadpan look on his face, gets into the ring, rips it off, <laughs> and is just all of a sudden this fiery underdog baby face with honestly great selling. Yeah. Like yeah, he's a very vocal seller, and mostly I don't really like that. But I think he re- already does it really well. Yeah, and I like I already want him on like every show, and I I I think it's a shame that he might only be doing the Tokyo shows uh, in the first like months uh, <laughs> because he's not booked for shopping it. Yeah. By the way, I need to say this again um, because he wasn't on this show. Where the fuck is Rio Fuda? Where's my boy? Rio Fuda was not the only one missing from this show. Uh, Kaito Nagano and Yoshiki Kato was not on this show either. At least uh, they were ringside. Yeah, at least they were ringside for this match. Which was so fun because like, they were marking out as much as we were yes. uh, when seeing the Yanaguchi. And I really liked, I really liked Mo- Mochizuki Jr. pissing off <laughs> Don Fuji and like, <laughs> trash-talking him. It's just like Yanaguchi, a minute into his career, hitting that, uh, hitting that splash and just... Don Fuji, what does he do? He isn't upset, he just beats up Mochizuki yeah. Jr. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this this match was really fun, and uh, like my favorite style is my favorite style of wrestling is Don Fuji versus rookies, and uh, like you should also be on that style. Uh, but the finish of this match was Fuji tapping out Daiki to a brutal Boston cap. It was actually like it really looked like it hurt a lot. Uh, but. Uh, we move on to the next match. Mochizuki Jr. really quickly uh, got into new gear, uh, got into his gear, and uh, uh, for the six-man tag because he was teaming with Masaka Mochizuki, uh, his father, and Sachi Hoko Boy uh, versus Natural Vibes, uh, Casey, and Big Boy Shimizu, making their return to uh, Japan and Jackie Funky Kamei. A really like fun six-man tag uh, that just reminded me how how much I've missed having Casey and Big Boss on like every show because they're so fun to watch and uh, but like nothing special uh, finish of this was Casey doing the running upward cut to such a hoka boy and uh, yeah nothing more to say on this uh, in my opinion 
do you see a great future for a Sachioko boy? He has. I mean, he. How long has he been wrestling now? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That is true. He, he is forty-two years old. <laughs> do you and feel like he's on his way up the card, though? Is it, he's been paying his dues for so long. Will he ever get his spotlight? Yeah, I think it's telling that he took the pin and not Mochizuki Jr. <laughs> Just wow. Yeah, well, Mosaki Mochizuki took the pin and lost league match. True. So, so Jr. really is above all, all of these people yeah. in, in but some ways right now. Put some respect on Shachi Okubo's name. Like, yeah. he's a two-time Triangle Gate champion. And wow. uh, even won the <laughs> Twin Gates once. Wow, I can see you looking up stats game, right, right now. <laughs> yeah, he won the Twin Gate with uh, Speedstar. Amigo oh. Tech. <laughs> that's... In 2015? <laughs> what? <laughs> that, oh, that's... That, that's actually surprising. Okay. Listen, you, tell me, you tell me one other podcast where you're going to get information like that. That you're going to learn besides this one. Yeah. Two people just looking up on Cage Match on their second screen. So hard. <laughs> but we, uh, we move on to a Lex sponsored uh, announcement that happened right after this match. So uh, this was actually funny because it was announced before the show that Lex was going to have a sponsor, uh, have an announcement on the show. Uh, but, and uh, Mochizuki, like, he, I think he like had like one minute to get get on a sh- like to like take a uh, sip of water and then he was out there to do the promo for this because uh, as as I expected this uh, uh, like announcement was that they are sponsoring the Mochizuki Bioden Produce uh, show on uh, in April, but they announced some matches and some uh, new names. So, the new names added to this card uh, on the Mochizuki Produce show is Fujita Jr. Hayato, Let's Go, and uh, Keno have both been added to the card. Uh, so, that's cool. But And the two first matches they have announced is, first off, a hardcore tag of Susumu, Mochizuki, and Yashushi Kanda versus Yun Kesai and Takashi Sasaki of Freedoms. Um, so, that's... Poor, poor Susumu and Kanda. They, they are going to take some punishment for that. And uh, this might be the main event, uh, since it has both the Mochizukis in it, but a six-man tag, Masaki Mochizuki, uh, Leona, and Mochizuki Jr. versus Fujita Jr. Hayato, Strong Machine J, and Taro Nohashi. So yeah, that, that is the two matches they have announced so far for the Mochizuki Produce Show, uh, sponsored by, like, uh-huh. And any thoughts on those, those two matches? Big news is clearly Leona getting his spotlight once again. Yay. Finally, he's a main eventer. <laughs> and he was on the junior show, uh, the all-star show. But now he's in a much bigger spot, teaming with the Mochizukis. Um, the big thing to me is clearly Fujita being there. And, uh, that's going to be... Fujita Jr. Hayato and Mochizuki Jr. in the same match is gonna make me cry of of just pain, like because he's gonna kill Jr. 
Oh, I, th- I think that that him and Mochizuki Senior are gonna have like a ton of showdowns in that match. Like, yeah, natural pairing. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of kicks all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I would say to go around. So uh, that match is gonna be a, a ton of fun uh, overall, just to see what Hayato does, and I can't, I can't wait to see that more than anything else. Yeah, Yannick. Back again, just in time. Uh, I was gone there for a minute. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah. Was Leona here? But <laughs> you know, yeah. I th- I think the hardcore tag will be fun. Yeah, I I I look forward to hearing what else they have announced for that show. Uh, but again, it's in April. It's like in late April also, so they have a long time to uh, announce stuff for. And we move on to a special preview of the Brave Gate title match uh, where Ben Rita, Ben K and Minorita had their best match they've had since they became a team versus Natural Vibes, Strong Machine J and Jason Lee. Uh, so this this match was mostly just a preview of the upcoming Jason Lee and Minorita uh, Brave, Brave Gate title match. And it turned out to be really fun because of that, because um, they they showed that they could they could easily steal the the weekend. And could probably be the like best show on the night one, but uh, best match on night one. But uh, Strong Machine J continued to build momentum towards his Dream Gate title match versus Shun uh, when he pinned another former Dream Gate champion in Ben K after a machine suplex. So, yeah, what do you guys think about this match? Finally, they're protecting the champion here uh, with uh, Minarita not taking the fall. So, <laughs> yeah. so someone was listening to me clearly on last week's episode when I was not happy about the uh, Brave Gate champion taking so much falls. But uh, yeah, this was a good match. Anytime you see Jason Lee in there, it feels like he he is the key to getting the most out of uh, everybody. Pretty pretty much it yeah. seems like. Yeah, that's I, fair. Yeah, and I think that he was on point here once again. Jay clearly is getting a lot of confidence uh, on this push that he's getting. You know, like you said, the first time getting yeah. a Dreamgate shot. Uh, I think it came together for a big, big appearance against uh, Benrita. Like you said, this is probably better than all of their tag league work, uh, so to speak. And uh, that shows that maybe now we're moving forward, getting in some more important build-up type of matches. Yeah. You can see more from all of these guys, but uh, hopefully it leads to more great things. We'll talk about Jason and Strong Machine J in the future when we preview yeah. the show. Uh, but then uh, we move on to the a eighth-man tag match. Uh, Yamato, Narukidoi, Shuji Kondo, and Takashi Yoshida uh, versus Dragon Kid, Kagetora, Eita, and Dragon Daya. Ata, please get out of Noah. You are so over as a babyface in Dragon Gate. Stop. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> Stop with the stinger stuff. Please. Yeah, this, ma- this match was uh, like like every Ata Cork and Hall Dragon Gate match. Ata was the star of this match. And he teased the- going for the dive. And I was so mad at Narukidoi when Narukidoi pulled him down. And Eita was wasn't allowed to do the dive, but yeah, the, a, a fun match. Yam, uh, finish was Yamato doing the Frankensteiner of the Almighty on Kage, on his former faction mate in Hayan on Kagetora. After Eita got taken down uh, by Doi before doing a dive, I'm still mad about that. Fun match uh, would have been better if Eita actually did the dive because it was Porkin wanted it, I wanted it, Dragon Kid wanted it, everyone wanted it. 
Uh, but yeah, this a a like special a nothing much uh, eight month tag that was fun. Uh, what do you think about this? I haven't seen it yet. Um, I was yeah. kind of in the yeah. You're you're kind of that. working through this show. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll watch it with Chase commentary after we finish recording. Yeah. You um, know, he, here's the thing, Sandre. You made a lot of good points. Yeah. The problem for me with Ata and Noah is that he's terrible there. He is. And yet, and yet in Dragon Gate, he's great. So, yeah. So, so it's really weird how that happens. You know, I don't understand it. And I think a big part of that, too, you mentioned it, you alluded to it. Uh, if you listen to my other show, you know my feelings on Stinger, which is unquestionably the worst faction in pro wrestling history and perhaps no, even but... in hu- human human history i would say yeah. like you know whatever factions you want to go with i think stinger is up there as one of the most uh you know d- just terrible things that have befallen the pro wrestling industry and he's a part of it and we cannot ad- ignore that but when he's in dragon gate you see what he could do uh overall uh and you see stuff like this where it's not just this match but whenever he comes into dg he's doing great things and I've always said that I thought, man, this guy's such a great baby face. And he had fun. You know, the red stuff when he was the leader, he had a, a little bit of a championship run with the Dream Gate. It wasn't like a major or what got ruined run. by COVID. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he lost it real quick, even before that, actually. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he lost it before that. Uh, it just was a very short and unmemorable reign. But he was fine as a heel leader there, like pretty good all in all, but has really fallen off and like fallen into this wasteland of heel work with Stinger. In Dragon Gate, you know what he could do. I thought it was interesting seeing, uh, you know, it was like you had Doi and Kondo teaming together here as a team. I, and with Yamato doing his heel stuff, I think there's potential if they wanted to take a step further and have like a full faction uh, of people. I was kind of thinking that when I was watching this match. Yeah. And, and uh, still want to see more of Daya and Kid together as a team. I thought they were one of the better teams, honestly, in the tournament. Yeah. And they they meshed together really well. But the main thing, Ata, you know, you, you just got to go, man. You just got to leave Noah. Come come to DG. Do yeah. your thing. You know, uh, you know. And you can hear the fans want that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least the Dragon Gate fans. Uh, but we move on to the main event. Uh, Reyes de Perea's final match. Courage, Yuki Oshoka, and Madoka Kikura, or Courage as coined by, uh, by Yannick, <laughs> versus MK Susumi Mochizuki and Yashushi Kanda. A awesome match. I, I think this was the best match of the tournament uh, by far. Oh, and yeah. it was so good. And felt it felt like it felt like Torimon versus the new era of Dragon Gate. It felt like the like Torimon like people, uh, the Torimon people of uh, Susumu and uh, Kanda were trying to keep their spot versus the new era of Dragon Gate in Kikura and y- Yoshioka of the Courage, and it led into it like twenty two minutes of like pure tag team like excellence in my opinion. Um, it like this match had so much in it, and uh, like one of the like uh, 
like th this things I have to say about this that the kind of things that kind of put me off the match sometimes was that Kanda looked a bit off in some spots and uh, but like he was also super good in other spots like so, like he he took he couldn't like he kind of like uh, failed on taking a drop kick at one point uh, because like he kind of fell fell too suddenly or like it was kind of weird. But yeah, then, but is it failing if it looked like you got kicked straight in the in the face? Yeah, true. Like, but he lo he looked like he got busted up by that. <laughs> true. Yeah, well, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, five minutes later, he did like one of the best like uh, top rope moves I've seen. Like, and, like because it was so sudden and like random and awesome. Le <laughs> hit when he did the tornado the up up. Apuluko, Apapuluko, ap, yeah. Ap, I, did, I didn't take Spanish. You, you obviously are a Spanish speaker, so you know. Also, Kikuro doing the Harlem sidekick in this match. Like, ha, has he always done that? <laughs> Listen, you don't uh, understand the athleticism that the hips give you. True. They also give you the the nickname. <laughs> They give you the nickname the tasteful thickness. Yes. Thank you, Jay. But yeah, I, I really like this match. Uh what did you think about this, Dylan? I really agreed with what you were saying a lot, and that's the kind of surprising things that both took away from the match but also made it even more awesome somehow. Because at the end of the day, even after this match, I mean maybe if there's a big match again that he's a part of. My opinion on Kanda is ultimately, Kanda sucks, <laughs> and, and I don't ever want to watch him wrestle. But somehow, in this main event, in this tournament final, I don't know how it came across or how it happened or what happened, if there was some kind of magic involved, uh, but somehow he came through, and I thought this was like a great match. Like, by far the best of the tournament, and by far the most memorable of the tournament, too. It's not like a lot of these matches in the tournament were like these awful matches that yeah. you know made me hate wrestling or anything. It's just that they weren't very interesting. They were like low mm. effort, low stakes. Yeah. And then this main event comes across this final match, and they just deliver huge. And I think it's another check mark. And like, what a great performer that Yoshioka is, that he's able to get these kind of matches. But then you yeah. see Kikuda step yeah. up. <laughs> in a in a main event scene as well, it's like and Susumu is another one, like much like Yoshioka, the bastion of consistency in DG, where you will always get great stuff for them when when they're given a chance. And he's a guy that I would love to see. How, get a, a, how get like hard was Susumu uh, Mochizuki going this in this match? Because those lariats sounded like they were like bullets, <laughs> like they were gunshots, and I I was like scared at some points because those lariats was really hard. Oh yeah, yeah, which is very good. Like I just can sing Susumu's phrases so many times. Uh, he's really one of the the best tag workers the yeah. ring has ever seen. It's absurd. I, yeah, I think that is like when Susumu Mochizuki retires. Like the one thing he's gonna be like really remembered for in Dragon Gate history is is his like tag team work. And being like the most like consistent tag team wrestler of like the la of all of this of the time he spent in Dragon Gate, uh, and yeah, I thought this was such a like proving. It was 
it was like Yoshishi Kanda proved also in this match that he he can he can go. Like we were wrong about him. We were we were we maybe we treated him too harshly. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't we'll... agree with Dylan that he that he sucks. I just think he's on a roster with so many great he's, workers. It's like Kota Minora. Like... <laughs> Come on, I, I'm not Minora, but yeah, <laughs> you guys are unfair to him. Come on, I I just said he's not the same as Kanda. <laughs> like, don't look at me, Yannick. He's more like <laughs> no, I'm. I'm kind of bitter uh, with Soma. Kind of he's, he's, like, let's he's just be honest. A, he's kind of a Soma, a Soma to go. Yeah. Like, I, he can, he can go point. when he yeah. chooses to. He can go when he chooses to. And... I mean, this is the one match we have that we can point to. <laughs> I don't know how deep his resume is besides this. I mean, there were some other good uh, Susumu and Kanda matches in the tournament. Honestly, I, I prefer Susumu and Kanda uh, to many other teams this tournament. Yeah, like they had, they had a like decent tournament in my opinion. Maybe not in the middle point though. But I really like their op- their opening match versus strong machines. Yeah, Susumu's a yeah. great wrestler. It breaks the best, and a lot of these teams weren't trying very hard. Like somebody like like they were probably a better team than like Kai and Shun. But I wouldn't put Kanda above them as wrestlers. Yeah, true. But in the end, this match ended with Hikuro picking up the win. I think he pinned Susumu. Uh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, did. Uh, with a jump with uh, the rolling lariat, the right hand of God, I think he calls it. Uh, but yeah, awesome match. A uh, and um, D Courage is the biggest star Dragon Gate has created on the during the last like three years. <laughs> because let's let's look back at this. So from 2022 to 2023, D Courage have had. Two Twin Gate title reigns, uh, one Dream Gate title reign, one King of Gate win, and now the Ray de Pereas win. So, and they could easily be beat big time this weekend in champion on champion gate. Have Have you counted the the Brave Gate? Oh yeah, and the Brave Gate. So, with that, we have like uh, Dragon Gate has made three big. Uh, Three star, three wrestlers to into their biggest babyface stars, and uh, it over the like last year they have built them so that I can, they could win anything anytime, and it wouldn't like feel like a mistake and more just like the right thing to do because it fits what they have been doing for a year now with Decourage, and I really like that. Um, I'm really behind all three guys in Decourage, and they can potentially get a fourth guy soon with a dragon kid but i really like like the way dragon gate has centered their promotion around them as the like big baby face unit and the top guys basically yeah i really agree with all of that i think that's really worked out smart uh for them and and how it all came across and they've really I don't want to say carried the company because there's a lot of good things. It's not like they're the only good people. You know, there's this is a deep roster with a lot of great moments and a lot of really cool stuff. And like I said, even somebody like Kondo, who, you know, uh, maybe mixed opinions on <laughs> Ed, Ed Best, but somebody like him could show in this main event here if you put him in the right position 
they could deliver big things, let alone like other people. So I don't want to say carried the company, but they've really been the centerpiece of the company for the last year. And I think they've done a fantastic job, not just how they use them, but their performances. And all three of them were so cool. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really think that they've done an excellent job with them. And like you said, they're guys that you could get behind. If they if they want to flip the switch on somebody, on any one of those three, it's very believable yeah. and it could lead to great things. Like any three of them can beat uh, Shun Skywalker for the Dreamgate anytime. And it wouldn't be like weird, in my opinion. It, w- it would just make sense. Yeah, I agree with that. But with that, we move on to previewing uh, Champion Gate. Um, we're not going to go that in-depth about the, uh, about the matches, but I'm, uh, we'll go in-depth about the title matches. We still have three hours left. <laughs> <laughs> we still have a whole DDT show to talk about, but we move on. Uh, I'll talk. I'll do my best Excalibur uh, previewing this, and then, but we'll stop for the title matches. Uh, so, Champion Gate Night 1, Osaka Eddie on Arena number 2, uh, tomorrow on the 4th uh, of March 2023, live on the Dragon Gate Network. Uh, opener, uh, six man tag, Casey, Big Boss Shimizu, and, Na- and Storm Machine J of Natural Vibes versus Seabrats, uh, Shun Skywalker, Kai, and Hyo. Match number 2, singles match, Yamato versus Konomama Ishikawa. Match number 3, uh, Kaito Nagano and Yoshiki Kato face the reuniting team of Mochi Fuji, Masaki Mochizuki, and Don Fuji in a tag team match. Match number four, eight-man tag match, Keke Horiguchi, Naruki Doi, Eita, and Takashi Yoshida versus uh, D-Courage uh, D- D- with Dragon Kid, Dragon, Dragon Kid, Dragon Daya, Yuki Oshoka, and Madoka Kikura. Match number five, open the Brave Gate title match. Minorita makes his first title defense versus Jason Lee of Natural Vibes. Match number six, open the Triangle Gate match. Uh, Gold Class, Ben K, Kota Minori, and BB Hulk make their first defense versus M3K, Susumu Mochizuki, Yashushi Kanda, and surprisingly, not Masaki Mochizuki, the original trio, but Mochizuki Jr. When... Susumu and Kanda, after a match um, uh, versus uh, Decourage, uh, the finals, they like, uh, uh, Mochizuki asked if they wanted, Mochizuki uh, Senior asked if they wanted to go for the Turing Gate, and uh, uh, <laughs> they say, yeah, but not with you, we're going with your son. <laughs> so, that that is the uh, full card for the fourth. Uh, so, what do you guys think about the Brave Gate title match? Jason Lee, Brave Gate, champion agenda in effect right now. We have to have the win for Jason Lee here. This is my guy. He's getting a title shot. Best, you know, best in-ring worker on the roster. Yeah. What, what more can you want? You know, Minorita's cool and all, but Jason Lee's the man. We got to give my man a title right now. Yeah, I agree. Jason, Jason needs to win this. I, I I agree that he needs to win this. He won't, though. I have a feeling that Minorita will win. But then again, I would be... Uh, I, do, I do... I could see them giving Minorita a V0 reign. Yeah. E- either way, I am looking forward to this match, and I think this could be the best match on this uh, night one. 
I'm really looking forward to uh, Yamato versus Ichikawa and also to Mochi Fuchi versus the Rookie Tech. I think yeah. these going to be two really fun matches. Yeah. Let uh, it be my decree. Put the Brave Gate on Jason Lee. I just wanted to have Alex Russo on y'all right now. It's got to happen. <laughs> yes. I, I think it's interesting that they put the Brave and the Triangle Gate on one show and then the Twin on, and the uh, uh, Dream on the other. I, I think it's because it's tradition. Uh, because Champion Gate has always been like that. Okay, okay. Uh, I always, I think the Triangle Gate and the Brave Gate always are on night one and the Dream and Twin always are on the second night. Uh, but uh, what do you guys think about the Triangle Gate match? You know, I'm not, I'm not excited about Hulk. Uh, I'm excited about Junior and Susumu, though. So, uh, you know, yeah. it's going to be fun. I, I don't see a title change in this match, though. No, 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 Jeff. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm probably, I, I think the aesthetic of Gold Class is good. You know, like I said, I have a little bit of a crush on BB Hulk, so I guess, I guess I'll have to give it up for them for that reason. But wrestling wise, it's not a, it's not as exciting as the Brave Gate. Personally, yeah, if I, I, think, be real, I think it would be fun to see Mochizuki Junior in the in the match though. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I, I am happy they made. Mochizuki Jr., their partner, and not Masaki Mochizuki. That, that is preferable, in my opinion. Yeah. It's more interesting, you know. But we move on to Champion Gate Night 2. The day after, on the 5th, so this Sunday, in Osaka Edeon Arena number 2, live on the Dragon Gate at work, just like the first night, uh, six-man tag match uh, opener. Kung Fu Masters, Jackie Fuji Kame, Jason Lee, and Ho Ho Lun. Versus Gold Class uh, and probably maybe still the Triangle Gate champions Ben K, Koto Minora, and BB Hulk. Maybe this sets up a future Triangle Gate match. Uh, but we move on to match number two, six man tag match. MJK, Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki, and Mochizuki Jr. versus Don Fuji, Konomama Ishikawa, and Sachi Hoko Boy. Match number three. Tag team match. Genki Horiguchi and Kagetora versus Seabrats, Kai and Hyo. Match number four, six-man tag match. Dragon Kid, Dragon Daya and Eita versus Yamato, Naruki Doi and Takashi Yoshida. Match number five, open the twin gate title match. Big time make their first defense, maybe? I I did check that. Versus D-Courage, uh, Yuki Yoshoku and Madoka Kikura. Match number six, open the Dreamgate title match. Shun Skywalker makes his first defense versus Strong Machine J of Natural Vibes. In Strong Machine J's proving uh, ground match, in my opinion, he um, that that is kind of what uh, Champion Gate has been laid out to be. It's like the the way the place where you prove uh, yourself. By the way, this will uh, the big time match is their third defense because they defended uh, on Gate of Origin and they defended in MLW when they were in the states. So that should be said. But uh, I do think that the Strong Machine J uh, match will be a sink or swing sink or swim moment for him, uh, and it is his ninth. This is crazy. It is his ninth singles match in Dragon Gate. That is kind of that is kind of crazy, guys. <laughs> Do 
That's Strong all it takes to get a title <laughs> shot these days. So just... <laughs> Strong Machine J has not been like a a singles wrestler uh, for most of like, his career. Not at all, or are you talking like Televas? I I think it's the ninth overall, uh, ninth uh, televised, yeah. And he, Ooh, he probably has a lot, uh, had a lot on house shows and stuff, but yeah. But I think if this match is like a match that will determine how Strong Machine J's career goes further, further, because like there's no way he's winning this. But if if like this match is like a failure or like nothing special or just a fine match, it will kind of regulate Strong Machine J to a tag team wrestler the rest of his career in my opinion. It will like it will do really big harm to him if if he if this doesn't deliver and he doesn't like prove himself in this match. So I really hope he can do that and I I believe he does. He has the skills to do that and it all depends on like what Shin Skywalker we're getting here or if if Shin Skywalker wants to put in the effort, <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about this match? Since day one of this podcast, as I, I said, and I wanted to, uh, to see this match, and I'll get it, so I'm really happy. And I honestly, I can't see a, a, a reality, a timeline where this match won't be really good. Yeah. I just think that it's more interesting on a meta level, like what you said about how this match will actually go. Obviously, like you said, there's no way he's going to win the title, so I think that's going to go against him. There just isn't a lot of drama heading into this match. But when you think about it, Shun, this is like a great V1 defense for Shun, in my opinion. Like, very, very easy, like, in terms of, like, it's obviously he's going to win, but. It's also important. It it has real life stakes for Strong Machine J, as you mentioned. Yeah. I I don't want to completely write somebody off for you know one bad match, even if that does yeah. come to pass. But I understand what you're saying, though. Like I think that there's truth to what you said uh, overall. That it will definitely have a big effect, especially for the rest of this year. I would yeah. say it would be kind of where you know if they want to look at bigger things down the road they're going to turn to this match as their example one way or the other. And like, like you said, so I think yeah, that he's, he's, like, he, he's got the skills to do it as well. So he's somebody you want to look at very charismatic performer. Uh, it will, it'll be a very, very interesting match at least. It, but like, if this match doesn't like deliver, people will always go back to when people talk about Sir and Jay, they will always go back to this match and say, Oh no, he can never be like a singles match wrestler because we saw what he did against Shun in the, uh, in 2023 and it was a failure. So no, that's why it'll I... be fine. He'll lose his mask yeah. and everything is well forgotten. <laughs> True. I I just I hope this match delivers. I I believe it can. I I'm not saying that it won't because I am. No, no, I'm I totally yeah, I totally really got what you're saying. Strong Machine J, but yeah, like this com- the like this match serves the same purpose as the Shun Skywalker Champion Gate match in 2019 versus Park. Where Shun Skywalker wasn't really, really like the star he is today, he was kind of mixed, and uh, he he was he was show a good prospect, yeah, but he wasn't like he hadn't like proved himself as being worthy of the Dreamgate scene, and with that match, he proved that he was worthy of the Dreamgate scene, and as we saw like two years later, he won the Dreamgate title for the first time. 
But uh, I definitely see this match as being like a a very fitting Champion Gate match because Champion Gate, after all, is like a proven match. It's like a especially for the Dream Gate scene because last last year we saw. Shun, uh, we saw uh, Kai versus Big Boss Shimizu. Big Boss Shimizu is not the guy that you think about when you think about uh, the like uh, Trimgate scene, you know. And uh, it's ki- it's kind of like the tradition of this show. Uh, but we move on uh, to uh, the. Oh wait, we need to talk about the tag match, uh, tag title match. So, Big Time makes their first defense against D-Courage, Yukiroshoku, and Madoka Kikura. Uh, yeah, this this is going to be good. Not nothing's. <laughs> I I I I can't see a reality where this match doesn't isn't like at least good. <laughs> hey, that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but I think I, there could be a change here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this match is pretty fifty-fifty. I've probably there there will be a change, but I can totally see uh can totally yeah. see Big Time retaining. And you know, they're they're back from the States. Uh I mean they lost their titles in the States. Like their their titles were stolen in the States by some random MLW wrestlers, but they, they got but, them back, luckily. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. It was the whole Twitter drama. <laughs> but but <laughs> I mean, they 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 didn't like lose the titles. They they were stolen from them by some MLW okay. wrestlers. They did. There's not like an MLW tag team that it won, has won the Twin Gate. That sorry, I might have said that wrong. Yeah, like a rib or something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah. like a rib, and it was really dumb because I actually thought the Twin Gate titles were stolen by for real, but it was just storyline. <laughs> yeah. But we move on to talk about our other promotion on the Dramatic Dream Dragons, DDT. With uh, we only have like one show to talk about, and uh, we're not going to go like in full detail because then we would go a bit too long. Uh, but we have some matches to talk about from uh, DDT into the fight 2023. Uh, so on the 26th, uh, last Sunday, uh, live from uh, Corican Hall on Wrestle Universe. With an attendance of 680, uh, DDT had their uh, Into the Fight show. Um, before we um, before we move on to the matches I want to talk about from the show, we have some news that a new DDT rookie is on its way. Uh, rookie Rukiya Ikeda. Uh, he was announced before the show and came out and greeted the DDT fans. And yeah, that is a... Uh, Rookie that is uh, coming up soon. But uh, the matches I want to talk about from this show are, first of all, uh, Yuji Hino, uh, Naruki Doi, and Makoto Uishi versus Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford versus and Chris Brooks and Haganashino. I want to talk are about you... this match because Haganashino is awesome. <laughs> yes, but are you skipping the rookie tag? Oh yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I I, uh, I know I'm not gonna stand for that, Sandra. I'm sorry. That the, the <laughs> match number one of the show was the Generation Cup six man tag match of all the people that did make the final: Hideki Okutani, Yuki Shira, and Illusion versus Keigo Nakamura, Toyokojima, and Kasumi Sumi. A fun opener. Uh, really, like all these, all the all these six people were fun in the tournament, and they continued having fun in this match. It wasn't. 
like special to talk about, but uh, Yannick, you haven't talked that much about the Degeneration Cup on air, so I'll let you do this. Yes, and I think I'm going to do that here and not uh, when the final hits. Uh, so I'll just okay. speak about the finalists there. But overall, I enjoyed this tournament way more than the Rede Perez. Um, and it's just, to me, it felt so way more um, intimate. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. And like, I, I'm not gonna lie, like, DDT is my favorite here. <laughs> yeah. But like, we, we already knew that. But they all showed so much growth from where they have been, not necessarily uh, in the in the tournament because it's a really small tournament like it's hard to show that, that growth here but like Ikazuma Zumi showed real fight and to me it was there were some of his better uh, work in this tournament Illusion yeah. worked really hard and really good here like I wasn't the biggest fan but I think he had some uh, some matches that really they were just good you know i i didn't think he was capable of of having like a match a, such a good match with kasuma sumi uh yeah. obviously like Dylan talked a lot about keiko nakamura um he's yes, great that's coming my guy. Out. he's great coming back off that injury Tokushima, um i'm not his biggest fan um but like he had he had good work, and Hideki Okutani. I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> like he even lost this match. Like he's the senior here. Uh, the disrespect is rampant. But you know, um, his match with Koroku uh, to decide uh, the last uh, final participant was yeah. probably match of the tournament. It was really good. It was really good. Uh, yeah, I, I think this tournament has, has been like really good all together. Uh, yeah, me too. Like me and Dylan, we talked about this like each week, and like I, like it's in the end, it's like not that important, but it was like the like most important thing going on with DDT in uh, February. So and, like, yeah, it, I I know what you mean, but to me as a fan, yeah. It is important, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, I think they made it feel important to them. Yeah, they, more, they, more made, so than... they made it feel like really oh, yeah. good. Yeah, to to them, you know, even if it's not like a big deal in the grand scheme of things, for them, they were fighting for a chance to go to America. Yeah, and I think that came through in a lot of their performances. And yeah, I uh, I I had nothing like especially special to say about it because. In my opinion, this was just a fun tournament to have, and it made like DDT very fun to watch this uh, in February. I just, yeah. want, I just want to say one thing, and that is that I hope that they have a plan what to do with these guys going forward. Um, yeah, like there are open spots in in some factions. Uh, I thought maybe they they'll do a a, a little tag league in the near future. Um, like Keiko Nakamura I mean, would fit. They, they they will probably do the ultimate tag leg soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you know 
put Nakamura in disaster box, let him team with yeah. uh, with Hiroshima. Yeah, put him with Hiroshima. That that put, works wonders. Put Hiroshima with Ueno. Yeah. Uh, Okutani with, you know, it doesn't matter with Saki Akai. Um, Yuki Ishida, of course, with uh, Naomi Yoshimura with his fit. Uh, if it's well, then. no, that will. Naomi Yoshimura just had an extra surgery. He will. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He will yeah, not he'll be just back for like about half it, a year. But... Uh, yeah, we like speedy recovery to Naomi Yoshimura, but take yeah, your time. Totally. Take take your time. Next surgery is hard. Maybe yeah. Gucci would be with Ishida. Yeah, yeah. And also, like Illusion needs something, needs something to do, something clear to do, because this guy, he's a must wrestler. Um, charisma isn't his strong suit. He has no profile whatsoever, and I yeah. hope that that changes. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully he can learn some PowerPoint. Team up with Sasa Dunkman Machine. Yes, let's go. <laughs> but but Sandra, so, there's something I want to talk to you about before we get to this other match, <laughs> because I will always love talking about Hagane Shino. But yeah. how foolish did you feel when you remember last week we talked about uh, Shisamo Power and Unagi Mask when you saw Lily Ko clearly be the one as Shisamo Power? Clearly was Lily Ko. Am I right? Sure. Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it, it wasn't really cool. No. no. It, it, it was Akito. Yeah. <laughs> it was. And, and Unagimas was Kazuki Arana. That, that is true uh, as well. But I really thought Liliko would be one of them. But unfortunately, <laughs> I, I thought, it was, you know, unfortunately, you, you were right, Sandre. So, <laughs> I will give it to you. We move on uh, to the first match uh, that I kind of want to talk about. It, it's nothing special. Makoto uh, Oishi, Norikido, and Yuji Hino uh, versus Chris Brooks, Hagalashino, and Kip Sabian. Uh, Kip Sabian picked up the win with this match, and um, when he hit the Deathly Hallows on Makoto. Uh, but the big part of this match was that he rolled up Penelope Ford after the match to win, to win the DDT Iron Man Heavy Metal title. Yeah, uh, I just want to mention that because, like that, that is funny. I guess I, I really, it really popped me when I was watching the show. This was just a fun match. Like not much to yeah. say about it. I, I like Kip Sabin. Uh, Kip Sabin in in these like in these matches, he he gets like forgotten about because he's teaming with Hagen Oshino, who's like the like clear <laughs> superior wrestler. <laughs> and also, like, yeah, but also, he's just like our favorite. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But in all honesty, Kip Sabian did a good job on this this little tour. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And like, he, I, he doesn't look like uh, look done with DDT. Uh, so, but uh, anyways, we move over to the D Generation Cup final. Yuya Kuriku versus Takeshi Masada. Man, what a great! Tournament for Yuya Kuriku. Yeah, I, that like for me, he's the clear MVP of the tournament um, because like every, every match of his like impressed me more and more of his like skill and like I I like I felt like I had been like sleeping on him a lot <laughs> after this tournament. 
But Masada won with an awesome twisted like Michinoku driver. Um, uh, he calls it, I forgot what he called it. But, anyways, it, this was a really fun match. Uh, Dylan, what did you think about the final? You know, it's just one of those things where you have these high expectations uh, of a match. Uh, and it's like, there's nothing they did wrong per se, but this really didn't grab me the way some of the early work in the tournament did, in my opinion, from e either man. I like them both a lot. I think like Masada's going to be like, a big star in this company. And Koroku definitely is a, a really tremendous young talent. We, we saw that on, we talked about the Mudo Dome show last yeah. week. Uh, and I thought they both did a great job, but for whatever reason, I thought this was like kind of an average match to, to be honest with you. It didn't feel, you know, what they were fighting for, what everybody in the tournament was fighting for the whole time. Like, they did good. It was, again, there was nothing wrong with this match, but it just didn't feel that special to me, and I wanted it to be, like, this great match that I wanted to, to mm -hmm. recommend, and I, I just, I don't think it hit that level, in my opinion. Yeah, that's kind of a bit disappointing, because to me, they, they were clearly the two best workers in this tournament. Um, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were. I, I agree with that. Still, I thought it was a it was still a really good match. Um, I just hoped it would be the the tab best better. It was it happened and was good, but nothing that really sticks. Yeah. Still, especially, I mean, Masada is a prodigy, and it's honestly like. You can be mad that he won over your favorite, uh, and it's just like that young in his career. But he's obviously a future ace, and they're smart to take him uh, to the American audience and show him off there. Oh but, yeah, I was yeah. totally wrong about the predictions of the tournament. I really thought Okatani was was gonna win. Yeah, uh, like um, overall, but yeah. it's not 2022 anymore, Dylan. Like your tournament predictions. You're washed now. <laughs> That's true. I was undefeated in 2022. Yeah. With, and uh, unfortunately, I'm already screwing up with the uh, Dragon Gate and, and uh, DDT right now. Lose, losing. Well, let's, let's see what can happen with the Triangle Derby. Real quick. Yeah. Who do you have for the New Japan Cup? Just so I know. Yeah, just to know who not to pick. I guess yeah. Naito was where I was leaning, but that was... Uh, yes, yes, make yeah. him sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Naito was where I was leading uh, overall, but uh, that, that one's really wide open because nobody actually makes sense. Yeah, no, no, one, no one makes sense in that tournament. Yeah. Near, hey. near, Japan, near Japan will probably just go with the most boring answer anyway, so... Yeah, so that would be Naito <laughs> uh, overall for yet another Naito and Okada match. That's why, that's why I always go with the... The slow and steady, like with with New Japan, uh, either Okada or Naito will, will win all the tournaments. But I will say I was right at one to one million getting the the Max Hart win. Oh, so, right. you know, I, I'm not completely out of my element. I just had a little bit of a stumbling block here. But uh, you know, I I agree with what you said though. I think ultimately, even though I I got the prediction wrong, I actually think this is the right move to like yeah, give. probably. Yeah. It, it, yeah, if you see Masada as your next, you know, potential ace character, like main event dude, why, why hesitate? Like, if you see him, just go for it, and because uh, he's got what it takes. Again, I didn't love this match, but I, like, I have no doubts about his ability or that mm. he doesn't have what it takes to be. Like, I think it was a good move, honestly. And also, yeah. um, what I said about uh, to be able, you're able to see the growth of the the rookies in this tournament. 
Yuya Koroku just proved how great he is with the spotlight on him. Especially in that match uh, with Okatani. Yeah. Uh, and we move on from like a good result to a just confusing result. I... Oh, yeah. Yusuke Okada, what are you doing in this company? <laughs> Anyways, KOD six-man tag titles Burning, Tetsu Endo, Kotaro Suzuki, and Yusuke Yukata make their defense of the uh, Sigman Tag Titles versus Shinya Yoki, Yuki Ueno, and Super Sasu Dango Machine. What the hell? <laughs> what? I don't want to talk about this. Fi- uh, finish was Shinya Yoki rolling up Yusuke Yukata, uh, who was caught up in Super Sasu Dango Machine's mask. Why? Why? Why did they lose? <laughs> I think that they've disgraced Kobashi through, through, through this match uh, overall. Uh, Kobashi needs to disassociate himself With uh, from this team. <laughs> yes, exactly. That, no longer Kobashi's burning. This is like a. This is why we had to change the song on Eastern Lariat from Kobashi's to our own, to our far superior rainy day, because we knew that they would refuse to respect Okada and Endo and Suzuki here. I just why this random team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that was the question. Yeah. The match was bullshit. Like, the match was yeah. good. No, yeah. no, it wasn't at all. What happened? What, what did they say before the match? You had PowerPoint and martial arts and uh, what was Ueno's deal? Athleticism or whatever? Acrobatics. Uh, this, yeah, athletics. Yeah, so uh, I thought they were, they were supposed to be the perfect team. <laughs> like, yeah, what that wasn't even the real PowerPoint here. Uh, it was. I I am, I was so like disappointed with this match and res- and especially the result of this match because I was, I was really enjoying the Tetsu Endo Kotaro Suzuki and Yusuke Okada trio like, yeah, like I I wanted them to hold the six man titles longer. <laughs> it was like finally giving Yusuke Okada something to do, <laughs> and I was gonna go back to like being in random rookie matches. Um. But I I don't know. It, disappointing result, and uh, in the end, uh, nothing that should be mentioned that was like particularly mentionable in this match. Moving on to a great match, in my opinion, uh, could be arguable that this was the uh, best match on the show. Mao uh, Shin Mao uh, Mao and Shin Katsumata who. Retain their tag titles versus uh, uh, Abe and uh, Takagi. Make their defense versus Yukio Sakaguchi and Hikaru Machina. And man, Hikaru Machina, <laughs> what a what a like shoot! I love I love this guy. I <laughs> what a shoot fighter! I love that. I really like this match. Um, I like. Tag title match that didn't stop, in my opinion. It was just really fun to see Karu Mashinov just kick ass. And him and Mao had some great exchanges. What do you guys think about this? I want to hear from you, Dylan. I like this match. I thought it was better than I expected uh, overall. And this was one... We talked about it last week. This was like a big clash of styles on paper, right? Yeah. Uh, but I thought that they were able to really work this in a way that was true to themselves. And and I kind of think of Shun Mao, in my mind, 
they're like the representative of DDT style yeah. as a, as a whole. Yeah, like I, you know, there's good and there's bad to it, but they no, they represent no that. Uh, well, like I said, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> like I said, there's they definitely represent the DDT style to me in terms of the wrestling. Obviously, I think and we were kind of talking about this last week too. Like I think most people see DDT more about like pheromones and Dino and all of that and Yoshihiko and the comedy. But in terms of the actual wrestling, I think that they represent what DT as, as, aspires to be, so, so to speak, with their wrestling. And yeah. obviously, Yukio and, and Mashida, they uh, bring in the shoot style, like you said, kind of thing. So I, was, I looked at this match on paper, and I was just like, man, what's going on here? How is this match going to go? How is Mao? Because out of everybody in wrestling, I think Mao may be the least likely shooter <laughs> that there, yeah. there could be in, in any company. Yeah. So to to see this come about, but I thought they worked together really well. Had some exciting stuff. Uh, I thought Mao was pretty much on point here. I'm not always his biggest fan as a wrestler, uh, but I think he was like pretty much on the top of his game here. And I think teaming with Shunma is the best thing for him as a wrestler. And I think that they they come together and they make a really good team. I like their tag title reign, and I like this match. This was my favorite match on the show personally. Um, to to call back to a discussion we had before we had the record button, Mao yeah. is like Sayo Kamitani, but good with his sloppiness. <laughs> no, no, Mao and Sa- Tolsai is actually a good comparison, but I wouldn't say he's always good either. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> historically, so I, I I see I I see the cut of your jib with this comparison, but I did think he was, and there are times where Tolsai is on point too and has good matches, but. Uh, in this match, I think definitely, definitely, I think in his team, I think if Saya had a teammate and they could do a tag run, I think that would help her a lot. And I think Mao yes. and Shunma together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Aphrodite yeah. aren't that great a team. Like they're clearly okay. using. Okay, three. stop talking about Saru. Yeah, they, they've had. They, Aphrodite is a good team, but they they've not <laughs> teamed together a lot recently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so like if he's she's in a tag role, that's great. If Mao's in a tag role with Shunma. That is great for him too. It brings the best out of him, in my opinion. Even for somebody like me, obviously, if if you're just you don't care about sloppiness or wrestling, you just want DDT for the vibes. Then obviously you're into that always. But for me, somebody who cares about good wrestling, there are times where I think he kind of stinks, uh, and then there are times where he's actually great, which is I thought he was closer to here. And I think the tag is good for him as a wrestler overall. True. Um, yeah. Let, um, let's get uh, Sayaka Mutani and Mao as a team. Okay, that would honor Uncle. That would rock. <laughs> that would be so fun. That uh, could yeah. be the worst out of both of them. Shun, <laughs> Shun Mao is, as, as you said, Shun, to me, uh, to Shun Mao is like the personification of DDT. Yeah. And obviously, like, Shun Mao is my favorite wrestler overall, I think. Um, and, you know, I like Mao too. Obviously, um, the start clash with Sakaguchi. Sakaguchi. Sakaguchi is great, but he can't really wrestle with everybody. Yeah. Um, but but here he wasn't. He didn't need to be the like the straight man is the wrong word, but he he didn't need to do the wrestling because Machida was there. Yeah. And it was obviously all about uh, Machida, and then uh, Sakaguchi just came in and. He were, what he did, he he did really well uh, in this work. I, I'm not saying Sakaguchi is a bad wrestler, not at all. I just think he is. Uh, he can't work with everybody. 
Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I, I can great see match. That. Yeah. Uh, Shunma won uh, with their blockbuster powerbomb combo to make their like. Also, uh, what a bomb for a non-wrestler to take. Yeah. Yeah. True. Sure. <laughs> Uh, but with this match, they made their V3. So they are... I I, th- I think Shin Mao should hold the titles to at least, like, Peter Pan, in my opinion. I think they... they this, like, title reign should, should not stop uh, in time soon. Yes. I'm not sure. Because after this match, um, out came Kazariguchi and Ryota Nakatsu. Yeah. And... Yes. And I can see... I can see a title change. In yeah. every match, there there was a title change was possible, honestly, with DDT. Yeah, as we'll get on onto with uh, judgment, I could see like the title change, a title change in almost every match there. But uh, we move on to the main event of this show: KOD Openweight uh, Title Number One Contendership Match, Harashima versus Yukio Naya. Big match Harashima delivers. And I thought this was a good match. A like I've I've uh looking back at it, I think I still prefer the uh tag title match on from this show. But I thought this was still a like good main event. And um uh Yuki and I won by doing the backdrop on Harashima and made me very disappointed because I wanted Harashima to win. <laughs> but <laughs> But it, it, I, it was a great match. So, uh, what do you guys think about this match? Yeah, um, it achieved everything it should have, and it was not spectacular, but still, I thought yeah. it was more than just good. It was perfectly fine in putting over uh, Yuki Naya, and I'm happy yeah. with that decision. Uh, I wish Hiroshima would have won, uh, like you, Sandre. Yeah, uh, I, I think, think that everyone he, does. <laughs> I think he showed that you know he's another one of these guys. It's obvious, like everyone's going to compare him to Tanahashi, even though uh, like Tanahashi doesn't like <laughs> isn't his biggest fan of that. I wouldn't tell, tell Tanahashi <laughs> that to his face, but uh, he is kind of like that same kind of character in DDT, where he's a guy that's easy to write off as a fan. At this point, like obviously he was the ace in the past, but at this point it's easy to, to write him off as like a guy on the roster. But we see him in these kind of matches that he shows that he's still among their most talented like wrestlers, you know, overall like in ring guys. So to see him in there, I thought it, it was a really smart move to put Naya against him here. Uh, I think that Naya is a guy that they clearly see a lot in overall. Uh, I think that. The thing, the thing with him is, is like I look at him, and I think because the champion is who he is right now. And this is something I wanted to bring up earlier, actually. To me, Hino is like a non-factor as champion, like uh, at, at the moment. Like it just feels like this title reign just doesn't have any steam behind it at all. Uh, you know, and it's like he had that great match where he won like a, a last month, but since then there's been no real follow-up, and obviously a part of that's the tournament. Uh, with the rookies going on, but it just, I don't know. I don't feel any kind of thi- like buzz from him as champion or anything like that. So, yeah, I think he will recover some momentum with the judgment win. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It. And that's, oh. that's exactly the point I was about to make. Uh, like about Yannick is like uh, that makes me wonder if they're not just going to flip the title here. Like this was like it was purposeful that he's like a uh, like what's the word I'm looking for here? Like a bridge title holder. You know what I'm saying? They wanted yeah. to get to Higuchi to Naya without Naya beating Higuchi. Like that's what it kind of feels like to me, but. I just don't think Naya's ready for the title. At the, at the end of the day, like watch him in all of his matches, I just don't think he's there. Um, but I, I guess they got to go with somebody, and that's a big problem with this company. We were kind of talking about it at Higuchi at the end of his title reign. Who is that guy? And it feels yeah. like they're having to, to make make him, even if he might not be ready yet. Yeah, but as a as I said with um, Strong Machine J, this is a title challenge. I don't think they're there will be a change, a title change here, but still a match that I really look forward to. Um, yeah. And a pairing that just makes sense. I agree that it would be way too early for Yuki Naya. He He absolutely should not win this match. Still, um, having a first-time challenger for a belt, to me, is imp- way more important than the 47-year-old. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Um, I guess. I, I still, like, I want Hiroshima to have, like, a big title match, and I wanted that against Higuchi. Uh, yeah, same. It, may, it makes sense. Uh, I, in the end, in the end, I am not, I'm not, like, I will not be, like, a fan of it with if Yuki and I wins. But I will like respect it. I guess I like if they do that. I, I'm I'm gonna uh, be questioning why they didn't just let him beat Higuchi. Uh, um, but to come back to this title rain having title rain having no steam behind it. Um, it this is not a Hino problem. Yeah, it's, uh, I agree with you. It was uh, just a really yeah, slow it's just month. just ha- how they but... have like, placed it, yeah. Yeah, no, no, not even like that. It's just a really slow month. And they had stuff going on, but still... Um, if the, the challenger is just determined like a show before... Or like a few shows before the eventual match... There will be no heat because the heat is between Hiroshima and Naya, and you know that's a decision. And for me, that this decision is fine. There's still a few shows to build up to to the Judgment main event, and yeah. I'm sure they will deliver. Hino had good matches, you know. It's just Hino's a fantastic as... wrestler. He was the ace of zero one and like car- carried that company. I've always wanted him to do more. Uh, I just personally am not excited about this match. Uh, coming up with Naya and Hino, I don't. I don't feel like it's. What did you guys match. think of the uh, of the Hino and Naya match in the Dio? I thought it was Remind me of that. like good. Nothing again. Nothing special because I wasn't that big of a fan of uh, Naya before the fi- before the final of the tournament. Uh, so. It took it like it took it took me until the final of the deal for me to get behind Naya. I thought okay. they did a great job with Naya in the tournament itself. 
uh, you know, uh, overall. I mean, that tournament had a lot of issues that me and you went over, Yannick, and the, the yeah. Patreon. When we, we, we recorded every single match, for the record, on there. Every but, single match. Yeah, every single match. We have to say it the right way, even though it's not the right show for that, but whatever. Uh, Naya, I thought he did pretty good against Hino. Uh, like I said, I thought they did a great job with him building him up through Hino, Higuchi, and stuff like that. Uh, I think that they, I think this match could end up delivering because I really think Hino's a great wrestler. Maybe it'll elevate Naya to a next level. Uh, but for me personally, I don't feel a lot of hype for this match going in, into the show. Yeah. I predict I, that this match will surprise you too. Yeah, I, I, I really believe match. I really believe this will this will be great. The problem is is that it's the 16th match. <laughs> that is a great point. <laughs> yeah. That's so. that's fair and also like this match doesn't need to be the draw for that show. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're kind of telling you that it's not the draw. Like basically <laughs> with how they promoted the show. Now you're just hating on, on Naya. <laughs> No, I'm not hating. I'm saying, like, the build-up to the show is, it will be, a, it literally says so in the title, a five-hour show. Well, yeah. with that, we move on <laughs> to talking, uh, to, uh, because now they have a full card for that show. So we're gonna, I'm going to run down that before we get off. Uh, so, the first match, Illusion and El Unicorn DDT in graduation match. Illusion and uh, Nakamura, I think. Versus El, El Unicorn and Raimu Imai. I, no, that's Mune Tatsu Nakamura. Who's that? Yeah, Mune. He's the he's the Gun Pro rookie. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Yuki Onaya. Uh, next match. Um, Yuki Onaya and Yuki Ishida versus Toy Kojima and Kasumi Sumi. Uh, third match: Harashima and Kego Nakamura. We we talked we. We we predicted that right, I guess. I <laughs> can't count the card. I'm so done. I'm doing this from dramatic DDT. Uh, yes. Pheromones versus pheromones subjugation army all out battle. What the? <laughs> what? <laughs> so you can see. I love that reaction. Don Shuku, Dandy Dido, Yumihito, Fantastic Imanari, and Koji Shining Bull Takeda versus Akido, Toro Washi, Hiroshi Yamato, and Yusuke Okada. God. Damn it! What is Yusuke Okada doing in this company? Whatever. Moving on. The fifth mat- match. Kazuki Hirata debuted. Uh, 13th anniversary match. Kazuki Hirata and Yoshihiko versus Ke- uh, Keisuke Ishii and Soma Takao. Let's go. That's an awesome team. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that, Sandra, because you were getting considerably more angry the more you were running this card. Yeah, than yeah, you, yeah. You got to that one. Yeah. Well, I'm, re- I'm, I'm. This is the first time I'm reading through the whole card, <laughs> so you get my honest reaction. <laughs> uh, six match. Sakya Kai debut. Uh, ten anniversary match. Volume one. Masahiro t- uh, Takanashi versus Saki Akai. Uh, under forty weight title. Over over 40. For, over forty weight title match. Three way match. Makoto Oishi versus Gorgeous, Matsuno versus Shinohiruto uh, Kawamatsu. That should be fun. That should be fun. Uh, special single no match. <laughs> special singles match. Hikari Mashina versus Takeshi Masada. That. Yes. Let's go. That should rule. Special tag match. Uh, Chris Brooks and Drew Parker versus MJ Paul and Canon of the Nation TA. 
uh, moving on. Special tag match, Super Sosa Dango Machine and Antonio Honda versus Super Powerhouse Tag Team. Who, I don't know who Super Powerhouse Tag Team is, but... Yeah, uh, they're just two X's. Okay. And they're telling you that they're Super Powerhouses. Okay, any predictions on who the Super Powerhouse Tag Team X's are? <laughs> yeah, Hobson Dwarloo. Oh my god, that would be awesome. Yeah, I wow. wish that would happen. Uh, but uh, I, have, I have no idea. The uh, obvious answer is Lily Co. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the eleventh match: International Special Singles Match: Samurai Del Sol versus Yuki Ueno. Let's uh, go. Twelfth match: DDT twenty-sixth uh, anniversary Special Singles Match: Sanshihiro Takagi versus Kanosuke Takeshita. Uh, moving on, KOD tag team titles. Um, Shun Mao making their fourth defense versus uh, Harry Mao's uh, Kazusara Higuchi and Ryota, uh, Ryota Nakatsu. Uh, hey, what do, you guys think, what do you guys think of Nakatsu? Uh, you probably, um, you I, I sadly haven't seen the Bossara match yet where uh, Higuchi recu- um, recruited him to Harry Mao, but I heard it was really good. Uh, truthfully, I haven't seen that much of his recent stuff. Me neither. I haven't. I haven't gotten to the Higuchi match either yet. I hope y'all guys enjoy because I was a big fan of Nakatsu for years on the indie scene, and he's coming back home to DDT. I think that he's going to be motivated. I think this is going to be like a sleeper, great match. I've been impressed yeah. with uh, Shun Mao. Uh, this is one of the matches I'm looking forward to most on the show. Yeah, totally. Also, yeah. They, they're running uh, a bullying angle that he bullies Mao because he's. His, he is his senior. Good. And he doesn't bully Shunma because Shunma is Nakatsu's senior. Okay. <laughs> also good. Okay, so moving on to the 15 match. Yes, this is the 15 match on the show. DDT Extreme title. Regular pro wrestling rules. <laughs> Yunakiyama makes his defense of the title versus Kotaro Suzuki. Uh, DD- and... Moving on to the 50, uh, DDT uh, Universal title match, Naruki Doi versus Tetsuya Endo. And the main event, the 16th match on the show. They may, they may add more matches. We never know. KOD Openweight title match, Yuji Hino makes his first defense versus Yukio Naya. So that is the full card of Judgment 2023, longest five hour special in Korkin history on the 21st of March, so in two weeks. Um, yeah, I've got to say, um, I really like this card. Of course, it's insanely long, but, you yeah. know, they're selling in it that it will be long. And this card looks like so much fun. Uh, starting with starting with the DDT graduation match, like Illusion and Mune, uh, Mune versus El Unicorn and Raimu Imai, Mune, from the little we've seen of him in Gone Pro, is really good. El Unicorn we haven't seen in a while, and Raimu Imai finally back uh, in DDT. What is he, like 16? Um, he's from he- uh, Pro Wrestling Heat Up, and he's yeah. really good. Well, well, we'll talk more about this uh, show in full, and I- I'll mention it again the week before it happens, but... Uh... Like, I, yeah, I'm, I am, I am hoping this show, this show, I will have a couple of energy drinks for because uh, <laughs> it's a long show. Yeah, and it also has the obvious piss breaks in there with Gorgeous yeah. Matsuno and uh, MG Paul. 
I'm also like happy they like warned us ahead of time <laughs> that it's gonna be a long show. Oh yeah. I think it's interesting though because I don't think this is something you could do in like an American promotion. No, no. To, you know, to like to advert. Like I said, the main draw of this show is not in the main event or any of the matches. It's that this is a five-hour show. That would be considered a negative to I think like an English-speaking audience. But yeah. I think for for the DDT audience and maybe a Japanese audience in general, I think this would be seen as like it makes it seem like a bigger deal overall. Like they they're using that to their benefit here. Uh, we'll see how it works out. That may prove not to be true, true depending on how the show goes. But I think that it's an interesting tactic to like. We're specifically saying this is going to be a long show. You're going to get all of your money's worth uh, for this show. And I think that's the thing. I think the I've always said that the length complaints are usually overrated. DDT is a company in the past that they've had longer, like longer oh, than yeah. five-hour shows without even Peter, without Peter even Pan advertising. Used to, used to go way too long. Yeah, 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 exactly. So like they're bringing it back to the old school days, I guess. Now that we're out of the pandemic with the cheering coming back, they want to bring it back, and this is the first step towards that. So we will one day. This is my prediction. More than any match on the show, in the future we will have a an even longer show than five hours. Once again, in the future for DDT. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, with that, we move. Uh, thank you for this week. Uh, we might have gone a bit long. Uh, I think this might be our first two-hour show, but uh, we had a lot to cover. So, uh, any final things you guys want to say before I close the show? Yeah. Um, fuck Martin Guerrero and go watch Gumpro. Dylan. Uh, well, uh, thank thank you all very much for listening. We always appreciate all the listeners out there. Uh, lots of cool stuff going on in DDT and Dragon Gate. It was great to have you back, Yannick, on the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, full, the, the full crew's back here, and I'm really happy for that. Uh, just uh, check my other show out, the Eastern Lariat. I got some big things coming on, being on cagematch.net. What a wonderful website that is that, that we're on there. I uh, took a lot of work and craziness involved to do it, so hopefully everybody can continue listening, check out more of the other shows of the Five Star Network. There's been a lot of hard work put into all of them and even some of the writing stuff going on on the website too. I'm really excited about some stuff going on, but most yeah. importantly, thank you for listening to this show. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart and hopefully you guys had fun just like I did. And hopefully we all did. Yeah. And uh, some last plugs is that uh, on uh, Monday, I think the five star summit will happen and we will, it will be a live stream on YouTube uh, covering AW revolution in full. So uh, I, I don't know who's going to be on it. I think I have signed up to be on it. I think Dylan might have been, even also signed up to be on it. Uh, but it should be a fun uh, like discussion and live stream of that. And me, uh, in the, in one of the, uh, probably next weekend, uh, me and Amy are going to be back uh, talking about, uh, we're going to break down each tag team in the from the Reyes de Perez, just like we did in the preview. Uh, and give them grades and stuff, but that should be a special bonus episode. The Champion Gate review of uh, on of the on Dramatic Dream Dragons, the Champion Gate review will be early in early next week because Yannick is going to Germany next weekend, so we can't do, uh, record during the weekend. So expect uh, the Champion Gate review to be out uh, sometime in the middle of the week. But until then, as always, be ready. Wake up. And go. Break out the light.